T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. And welcome back to Overnight America. This is an interesting topic. When we look at the news and we look at some of the popular stories and the things that are catching the headlines, sometimes you can put those stories together and use it as a way to predict where things are going. And that's kind of how this works. It's a journal, the Trends Journal. And joining us now is the publisher of the Trends Journal, Gerald Salent. Thank you so much for coming on to KMOX. Well, thank you for having me. You know, I was curious about trying to look into the trends of today to determine the future. Is there a secret in order to try to get that done, or is it just accumulating a lot of data points and using that as a way to predict what could be happening next? That's only part of it. You know, we've been, I've been doing this since uh, 1980. In my books are trend tracking, far better than Megatrends, Time Magazine, uh, Trends 2000, you know, national bestseller. And, of course, our magazine, The Trends Journal, which we've been doing since uh, 1991. And it's a weekly magazine. What you really have to do is have an open mind. If you, be, if you believe in a political system, a political party, if, you're, if you have a belief system that narrows your thinking, you're not going to see anything. Mm. And I'm a political atheist. I look at things the way they are and not the way I want them to be. And so we only look at the facts and the data, and we don't care what people think, believe, want, wish for. That's, that, that's in your own head. So the motto of the magazine is think for yourself. So we put the facts out there, and then we say this is our analysis of it. This is where we see it going. These are the implications, and this is how we see it developing in the future. So when you say we, uh, do you have a group of people? Oh that... yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm the you know I'm the I, I give the the overall analysis of it because I've been doing this for so many years. But you know, again, you know, I want to hear from my staff as well. You know, what how they see things and they see things in different ways, and then we discuss them, and then we go by the facts. We just keep mm-hmm. going by the facts. So, for example, I'm listening to the news before I'm waiting on the line, and I keep hearing the selling of COVID fear. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about the facts. We, won't, we will not talk about the facts. We will not mention that as a country just kind of north of us called Canada. 
And we won't say that 80%, according to Lancet, of the people that died from the COVID disease, 80% are from nursing homes. Mm. Why do you see a bunch of young kids down in uh, uh, Florida going nuts? (laughs) Because Um, this is an old person's virus. Again, mm. you look at the CDC, Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. 94% of the people that died from the virus, 94% had 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities. Right. Right. People 1 to 20 years old, again, look at the young people out there, the recovery rate, again, CDC, 99.997%. Right. So of course they're going nuts. Yeah, you're young people. You know, you're young. You know, you want to, but, well, I mean, you know, has anybody been young before and wants to do this stuff? Oh, yeah. It, it's funny that you mention those things because that's the type of stuff that gets you in trouble almost. And uh, the part of the, the problem, even when it's not political in nature, when you're just looking at statistics, is that people get upset because then they'll spin it a different way and to try to spin it their way. So how do you get past that? How do you get past just Again, looking at statistics? by not having a belief system. Yeah. It's looking at the facts for what they are, mm-hmm. and yeah. and, and it's, you know, here's one you know one of the one of the first books I worked on back in uh, the mid 1980s called Natural Healing. It was a Warner book, big book. Mm-hmm. Nobody was talking about this stuff back then. Do you ever hear one word? Do you ever hear one word? Rather than you know get vaccinated, how about getting in good shape? I know you're right, because you're talking about if the, the statistically speaking, um, those that are obese have a much higher rate, of, much higher rate, much, much higher, higher rate. rate. And, and, and what's obesity yeah. in America? Oh, it's only 42 percent of Americans are obese. Yeah, it's a huge contributor to a yeah. lot of our problems obesity <laughs> and type two diabetics. Yeah. But you never hear one word, not one peep out of the mouths of the politicians or the bureaucrats about saying, you know, this is a time for people to really understand that they really need to get in great health. You have to get in the best physical, spiritual, and emotional shape you can be so that you can, you can fight this virus. You don't hear any, no, nothing about, now we got a drug for you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that's how it goes, though. You're right. We got a drug for you. And that's a tough way to look at it. But I know you don't talk just about COVID and other things, but that's got to be a big driver of your content. Oh, yeah, because year. what we're looking at is, you know, here, here's here's the deal. You're in the you're let's say you're in the tourism business. Oh, according to the, uh, the Association of Tourism just came out last week. Oh, they only lost a trillion dollars. You're looking oh. at the restaurant industry, according to the National Restaurant Association. Only over 100,000 businesses may not come back. Mm-hmm. The devastation that this has caused, this is so we look at the economic implications, and then you go back to our Trends Journal last April, we mm-hmm. said people are going to be moving out of large cities and going to suburban and exurban areas. Mm-hmm. So we look at the facts, and then we say, this is what's going to happen. No, this thing's going, this is going to be a Biden bounce. This is unprecedented. They just dumped in, oh, I, I love this, I love the number, 
$1.9 trillion. Hey, what am I, six years old? That's like saying $99.99. Could you say two, $2 trillion? You know, $2 trillion, you just made up this crap, and you're dumping it in. Where are you getting the money from? Oh, we're only $28 trillion in debt. I got to say, I'm listening to this interview and I have a smile on my face this whole time because I, I think about the points that you're making here. And these are just all parts of the story. How do you take all of these data points and use it as a way to try to trend? Well, what could yeah, be that's in the what future? we're saying. We look at the numbers. So here yeah. they, they throw out this baloney, you know. Oh, by the way, just to make I, and I'm not going to go into my whole history, but it, at, at, at a graduate school, I was running major political campaigns in Westchester County, the richest county in America. I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 26 years old. Mm-hmm. I've been with presidents, prime ministers, and princes. Mm-hmm. So I know what the deal looks like. I used to, you know, I've been around. The, mm-hmm. the politicians are the people that I hated in high school that wanted <laughs> to be class president and head of the student council. These are the clowns that are telling us what to do. Facts don't mean anything. Mm -hmm. All they do is sell fear and hysteria. Right. So when we're looking at, again, at the facts, and I'm talking about $2 trillion and a $28 trillion debt load, okay, so what's going to happen? Where are the markets going to go? Mm -hmm. You know, again, I've been at this a lot of years, and my track record I'll put up against anybody's. I got things wrong. I yeah. thought that the markets were going to crash in 2012. They didn't teach me in graduate school or Economics 101 about a thing called quantitative easing or negative zero interest rate policy. So what I'm saying is they're dumping all this dough in there, so this is how we look at it. And yes, there's going to be a bounce. And yes, the economy is going up. But what's been lost has been lost. I mentioned about people leaving big cities. And, you know, I'm a New Yorker. I mean, if you can't tell, you know, <laughs> and you know, I'm a guy born in the Bronx. And, and New York City's dead. It's dead. The office occupancy rate is 14%. Ooh. Yeah. So Ooh. now all the businesses that depend on commuters, gone. And now you have people, more and more people working at home. Mm-hmm. So now that means you're going to have less people commuting. What happens to the big cities that depended on this? And then you look at, okay, oh, you, you're going to, well, you can, you can open up your theater, but you only could have uh, 25% capacity. Mm-hmm. Broadway's dead. Midtown Manhattan's dead. You want to see a homeless scene and an ugly scene? Go to Midtown. And then go, yeah. take, a play, take, take a trip out to San Francisco. Take a go down to Chicago. One place after another. This isn't bouncing back. And then we look at the other facts. And again, these are all facts that we've written about. Crime rates. Oh, homicide, yeah. boop, going higher and higher. When people lose everything and have nothing left to lose, they lose it. They got nothing left to lose, and yeah. now you, then now what we do is we go globally. Oh, hey, what's going on in Myanmar? Oh, what's a Myanmar? Oh no, that's a place that used to be called Burma that the English took over from eighteen what uh, twenty forty eight to to nineteen forty eight or something like that. Oh, that place. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A re- youth revolution. 
Uganda, youth revolution, Algeria, youth revolution. All the young people around the world have no future, and they're revolting. So again, it goes back. Now you close down the global economy. But don't worry about it. Again, these are only the facts. The facts, according to Oxfam, the billionaires last year got $4 trillion richer. Mm -hmm. But everybody else got poorer. So now you're going to start seeing more and more of these uprisings. Oh, you think you have a border problem over here now? Oh, oh, look at the look at the uh, the uh, the uh, United Nations numbers that came out about poverty levels increasing since the COVID war began down in Latin America and South America. Oh, there used to be a thing called tourism. Oh, that's mm-hmm. gone. You want to go to the Caribbean? Oh, you get, oh, no, no, you got to get vaccinated. You got two two weeks dead. So now the yeah. people, but then you go back, you go to Africa, you go to Thailand. Oh, that's another youth revolution. So now you have a lot of people leaving Africa, Ethiopia, there's a war going on, and they're flooding into Europe. So now you're going to have anti-immigration. So these are the things we look at. Yeah. And I, you so know, I got to mention real quick, because we, we do have to take a quick break, but Trends Journal, all the things you're talking about right now are topics that you cover in the Trends Journal. And if people wanted to look that up and some of the, the thoughts you're bringing up now, where can people find it? Trendsjournal.com. That's pretty simple. Trendsjournal.com. And do you mind holding on after the break? No, There's no, a few sure, things that you yeah, mentioned sure, there. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to say, you don't sound like your traditional non-political commentator. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good thing, though. And a few things you mentioned about New York that also apply here to St. Louis. I want to bring that up. And I want to, you know, I got to apologize. I want to make sure I'm pronouncing your last name correctly. Is it Salente or Salenti? Salenti. Salenti, yeah. Yep. Gerald Salenti, publisher of the Trends Journal. Uh, we're going to continue with him right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Dependable. Traffic and weather together on the tens. Weekday mornings on The Voice of St. Louis. KMOX. Gerald Salenti is publisher of the Trends Journal, trendsjournal.com. Thanks again for spending a half hour with us tonight, Gerald. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. I'm going to read you just one text message that came in, and I think this will set it up. Uh, It said, I like this guy. (laughs) I think the approach is a nice approach. And you don't sound like someone traditionally that would come into a topic and say, I'm looking at this in a non-political type of way. Uh, Those type of people are normally a little calm. It sounds like when you approach a topic, you're saying to yourself, okay, this is everything that I'm seeing right now. Why aren't there more people talking about it this way? Why aren't more people bringing it up? And you have to wonder as well the motivations of why some people don't want to bring up some of these facts. Again, you know, they're connected to a belief system. And the reason I'm saying things the way I'm saying, again, you know, I've been at this a lot of years. I'll put my, uh, again, I'll put my track record up against anybody. So I'm not, again, I've been wrong. Nobody's perfect in life. I'll put my track record up against anybody's. What I see happening in the future is not the kind of America that I want to live in. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, and, and what they're doing, I got this little boy, you know, again, I, I mentioned to you, I used to run political campaigns in, um, in Westchester County. I knew Mario Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo's father. I wrote about him in my book, Trends 2000, uh, Trend Tracking. I, I remember when I used to, I used to be on CNN, I used to be on Oprah, the Today Show, Good Morning America, I mean, not everybody. I used to be on CNN back in the uh, 80s and 90s and early 2000s, like four times a week before they became what they became. And they used to bring Chris Cuomo around. Hey, Chris, how's your dad doing? Oh, fine, fine. And, and he used to have two aides with him, and he was doing sports and pop culture. 
And now they got these little arrogant boys like his father, these two little guys that would be nobody if daddy wasn't Mario. So I don't like these little boys, Mm -hmm. you know, that are born on third base and thought they hit a home run, telling me, (laughs) I'm the governor, and I'm going to tell you what to do. You're a little nobody. I'm the governor, and I have executive orders. Hey, did you ever hear a thing about the Constitution or the Bill of Rights? I don't need any Constitution or Bill of Rights. This isn't America anymore. And I got one little clown boy and girl around the country doing the same thing. So when I'm saying the way I'm saying it because the way I'm saying it is because the lives and businesses that have been destroyed in this country and around the world are unprecedented. Again, I put out a weekly magazine, only the facts. Hey, look at the suicide rates. How about the homicide rates? Oh, how about depression levels? One after another. And then you look at the poverty levels that are skyrocketing around the world. And what are they basing this on? Oh, let's go look at the facts. I got another little clown. Oh, by the way, they're not bureaucrats. They're bureaucrats. These are little boys and girls that can't get a real job, and they get, get into the political system, so they get the job by sucking up and bowing down. Because, again, I've been there, and that's why I left, because that's not the kind of person I am. So now they make up a thing. You got this guy Gottlieb. They, but it's all Gottlieb, this guy, the FDA, former FDA head, right? Go back a year ago. You've got to be six feet apart. And we started doing the research on this. There was no data to be six feet apart. And now what did the CDC come out with last week? Oh, you only have to be three feet apart. Mm-hmm. Hey, wait a minute. Could you show me any scientific data? No, we don't have to give you one piece of scientific data, just like with the masks. Forget about the Denmark study that came out in November showing that they're useless. Forget about the CDC study that came out that showed when you wear them in restaurants, it brought down the, vac- the, the virus rate by one point, what, three, two percent? Forget about the fact, again, at a little Cuomo's mouth over here, that the restaurants, the, the infection rate in restaurants is 1.4%. But yet I'm closing them down in New York City and destroying the city. Uh-huh. There's no scientific fact for 99% of what they're doing. Yeah, let me point out one thing. We had the same problem here in St. Louis County where there were this uh, all of these added restrictions onto restaurants, but they didn't add the restrictions to other businesses. And it was a big deal because they were saying like, okay, you won't add a restriction to the casino, but all of these small family owned restaurants, you're going to add this giant restriction onto it. And I got to point out a few things because they always say we're following the science. And for the past year, you heard California, New York, and the governors would get on television and they'd be praised and they would say, oh, they're following the science. Why can't we have more governors like they have in Newsom and Cuomo? And then they were looking down on Florida and Texas and even Missouri to a certain extent, because our governor here in Missouri never had a statewide mask mandate. And they'd look down on us and say, look at them. They're, you know, uh, they're not following science. A year later, Look at how the things have changed. Look at what we've learned and how those states were right. And look at all the trouble New York and California and these places still have. I, exactly. And again, there was no science. Zero. Zero. They asked that little clown, Gruesome Newsome over there. To, they, the people fought for the scientific data and they refused to give it to them. That's a fact. That's a fact. And by the way, the, uh, if the virus can spread, the numbers that I've read, it goes about 27 feet. 
Yeah. Wow. So, so all this stuff is totally useless, and they're making it up. So the reason I'm saying this way I am is because I see the future of this country, and we're going to be going down big time. You look at one of our top trends for 2021. You know what it is? China, 2021. Mm. The 20th century was the American century. The 21st century is going to be the Chinese century. They're taking over. You look at their gross domestic product of all the major nations in the world in 2020, they're the ones that only went up. You look at the, the, the Trump trade deal. No, no, no. Now, no, the deficit, the trade deficit's growing now. It, it just happened the biggest number since 2016. The Chinese, the business of America has been war. The business of China's business. China has a thing called the dual circulation policy. They know they're going to be doing less export trade, but they've got 1.4 billion people. So what they're doing is they're doing dual circulation. They're building more and more of their domestic economy. You look at, this, mm-hmm. look at the infrastructure of America. It's third world. You know what China did to it during the whole COVID war when it broke out? They built the in, more, more money into the infrastructure. You go to China, bullet trains, speed trains, oh, way, 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 way beyond what we're, we are. And here's the deal. Bill Clinton began with Cl- uh, Reagan and, and escalated on the Clinton because they, they couldn't push it through on the Reagan or Bush. First, they gave us NAFTA where they sent the jobs out, and then the, they brought China into the World Trade Organization in 2000, officially signed in two weeks after 9-11, and you look at China's gross domestic product from 1970 to 2001. It's a flat line, and in 2001, it's a straight line up. And so that's the other things that we talk about. Now, what happened? Here's the deal. We're going to get our stuff made in China. I'll tell you why. Because we get you slave labor over there. We bring the products back. We mark up the prices, and we make a lot more money. But when you bring the manufacturing over there, whether it's high tech or tech or, 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 or heavy industry, you only can own 49% of the business, and you have to get it manufactured there. So now they took all our manufacturing, high-tech, and, and heavy industry, they don't need America anymore. And I'm mentioning this because, again, this is what we write in the magazine. You had that meeting last week with Blinken, our Secretary of State, in Anchorage, Alaska, with the Chinese. And the Chinese, it's one of our stories in this week's Trends Journal, China tells U.S. to F you. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Right in, in front Alaska. of their face. <laughs> yeah. On our soil in Alaska. Yes. We don't need you anymore. We're taking over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but just for the sake of time, I want to make sure people know they can check out any of these stories. And you write weekly at trendsjournal.com. That's where people can find you. Yes. And I'm yeah. saying this again because I'm an American. And I love this country for what it represents with the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And it breaks my heart to see where we're going. And if we don't reverse it in a way that brings back freedom, peace, and justice to this country, we're going down. Mm. And so that's why I'm saying things the way I am. And, I, well, and, and we can reverse this if we bring the spirit of this nation back to where it should be. It's the hard part, uh, trying to get people to listen to things like that. And it's important, trendsjournal.com. Gerald Salenti, thank you so much for joining us this past half hour on Overnight America. I appreciate the time, and we're going to have to get you back on sometime. Anytime. Thank you so much. Uh, Trendsjournal.com. 
weather.com. We'll take a look at your weather coming up after the break. If you want to react to anything you just heard, feel free to give us a call or text in to Overnight America KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. for Cardinals exhibition preseason play tomorrow as they take on the Houston Astros. Pre-game 455, first pitch 505. Hear it here on your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Wow, that last guest, I wasn't really sure what to expect from it, but I'm glad that we had him on. Gerald Salenti, uh, publisher of Trends Journal. We spent a couple extra minutes with him. Yeah, he covered a wide range of topics, and he's so right about, I had no idea in New York that the occupancy rate was so low. What did he say, 13%, something like, it was in the teens, the amount of businesses that still occupy their space in New York City. And that's exactly what I'm seeing on social media and different YouTube videos and people that live in New York, business owners in New York, small businesses. What they do is they like to talk about how ridiculous it is to try to find a place to rent in New York right now because the landlords have a property that historically has warranted a lot of money. And when this COVID hit, a lot of these different places said, I'm not re-upping, I'm not going to do it. Or either they go out of business or whatever it is, you get these empty buildings. And what happens is that these landlords think, oh, this place is still worth a ton of money because it's New York City. But when you have an open flood of these open businesses, and what means the demand is a lot lower because there's a, well, your pick of the litter in a lot of times that it's insane for these landlords to think that the demand is still high when it's not. Plus, you have to talk about the foot traffic being down over the past year. And the question is if they're going to close it up again. And even if they can open, are they allowed to open to full capacity? And if they can't open to full capacity, then how could they open up a spot there to begin with? How can they make money? So businesses aren't investing in New York right now. They're moving out. They're moving to other places. And that's why you see the unemployment rate so high in places like New York or Los Angeles. And between the uh, New York State and California, their unemployment rate is a lot higher than places like Missouri or Texas or some of these places that try to limit the uh, amount of closures and try to give freedom 
and ability for these business owners to open safely and do business safely and at least give them an opportunity. It's unfortunate that living in the city of St. Louis, well, I shouldn't say that. It's not so much St. Louis, but more or less St. Louis County. If you're living in the county and all these extra restrictions that Sam Page put into place, it's very unfair to all these business owners, in particular restaurant owners, because if you're looking at just the science, the statistics of it, you've seen places that have been able to keep things open safely. The city, for example, city didn't have to, uh, you know, ratchet it all down as hard as they could. They didn't have to. They realized the science wasn't there to say they had to. They decided to look at the statistics and say, we can make a decision, but it's not at that point. County decided to go above and beyond and really hurt businesses. And I, I think people need to remember that next time Sam Page is up for re-election. I want all the business owners and the people in St. Louis County, I want you to know your friends and your neighbors, people that they work for, may have been uh, put into a hardship because of the policies of Sam Page. These things need to be remembered. And next time there is some sort of crisis or whatever, just remember, he's not going to be a friend to the working person. He's going to try to uh, bend things down as much as possible. Keep you under his thumb. That's no good. Wow. That was a good segment, I thought. And it wasn't exactly what I thought it would be, but I'm glad that it came up the way it was. You know what? I saw this one story over on Fox 2, and I can totally relate to this. How many of you have seen these little tiny ants starting to pop up in your home over the weekend or whatever it was? I thought it was just my house at first because it would have been on Tuesday of last week. Yeah, maybe Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday of last week when we had all the rain and it was raining and raining. And you look out the window, raining again. Look out the window. Oh, great. Wonderful. More rain. I saw the, the headline. It says rain causing ants to show up more in your home. Here's how you can fix the problem. That's exactly what happened. I, I fixed it for the most part. I didn't have to get the the recommendations from Fox to it. This seems a little bit late, but after all of the rain, I've noticed in my kitchen in one spot, these little like sugar ants started to show up and that was no good. Uh, at first I thought it was because we had some crumbs up there, we had some friends over and, you know, when you have the kids eating in certain areas and you don't vacuum right after when you got young kids eating things that could leave crumbs, I thought, oh, great, that just welcomed ants. But why are they so quick under the draw? But we cleaned and cleaned and cleaned. And then we were always on ant duty. We'd always walk into the kitchen and look and maybe kill two or three little tiny sugar ants. And it was just a nonstop doing it, doing it until we put the little ant traps out on the counters went and got some of the different granulars that you can put outside the home in order to try to prevent bugs and spiders and ants or whatever. You kind of spread that around the base, but you try to look at where you think the entry point is. So you look at the outside of the house closest to where the kitchen is and think, okay, if I were an ant, how would I get in here or whatever? Sprinkle some of that around. And I, I still got to spray the house and do other things, but that seemed to be pretty effective. We haven't really seen a lot of ants, but it took a few days to get rid of these things. So when the Fox 2 story pops up, and it says that ants leave these chemical pheromone trails, and sometimes the trail could last for up to a year. Oh, great. I'm really hoping that we can squash this right now. They quoted Rottler in there, and they mentioned how they're getting a lot of phone calls because of the weather and how that plays into it. And considering we're going to get more rain, some areas are seeing it tonight. We can even get some thunderstorms tomorrow. doesn't really give me a lot of confidence that the conditions are going to change all that much. We just need a couple of warm days in a row, get rid of some of that, and I can get out there and spray a little bit better, try to get some of the border patrol stuff. You know, the It's like the spray you put on the border of your house, around the uh, barrier of your house. 
border patrol sounds like it's, you know, you're doing something down on the southern border. It's not that. You know what I mean? If any homeowner knows the spray that you can get, sometimes it's a hand pump that you would use. Other times you can fill it into one of your own canisters, you know, the pressure spray canisters. But I feel like that's going to be the next step for me. And, you know, I don't know why these stories are popular, but at least it makes me feel I'm not alone that these stupid little sugar ants found a way into my house. And it also makes me feel good because then I think, okay, maybe I'm not just a terrible uh, sloppy homeowner with crumbs all over the place. And it's just something you can't help. (laughs) It's sometimes you just can't help it. And these things find it. And lucky for me, I look at some of the other things that people are trying to fight. It's not just little tiny ants or whatever it is. Some people are fighting other things getting into the house. Now, thank goodness I don't got a squirrel that got into the uh, walls or something like that. Because some people are getting that too. Whenever it's wet, they'll find a way. If there's a hole in the house somewhere that's big enough for an animal to get into, they'll find a way if they can. Oh, man. Busy times. Glad you're not alone. You know, you probably, I'm sure there's people listening right now that had some issues with ants creeping into their house over the last week or so because of the rain. So just know you're not alone. You know, the COVID is actually causing a lot of other unintended consequences, and it could actually be one of the consequences in your mouth. I'll tell you about that after the break. If you want to guess what that is, you can guess what. (laughs) Okay, don't guess. All right, never mind. I'm just not even going to encourage that. But afterwards, we'll talk about that. And doctors say patients with serious diseases uh, have a lot of fears with COVID still, and I understand that. We'll talk about that after the break on Overnight America KMOX. Overnight America with Ryan Recker is sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. On the voice of St. Louis, KMOX. I want to mention a few stresses that people report over the past year, and there's been an awful lot of stresses that people have reported, and some of the common ones are pretty easy to pick up on. Businesses getting shut down. Think about your livelihood, your life's work, gone. Kids being sent home from school over the past year, that's been a stress for a lot of parents. What's also difficult is even if schools find their way open, how close or how willy-nilly that things could all change by tomorrow. Like think about the last couple of weeks. There were a lot of teachers in the county in these different school districts that were able to get the vaccine, which is good news. But what happened? The superintendent says like two days ahead. Oh, by the way, parents, you're not going to have school in a few days. So that's a lot. That's stressful on parents. And then uh, just to not know if their kid's going to go to school the next day and how that could change all of their plans. And. If you are a teacher, I'm sure that's stressful, too, because you don't know how that plays out. If uh, you're anyone else, that's difficult. If you're a kid, it's so hard to think I'm going to be in front of a computer screen for another day. I hate this. You know, kids crying because they don't want to have to go through this, uh, uh, this boredom, this uh, stress. Stay-at-home orders over the past year, very stressful. Catching COVID, family members catching COVID, being separated from your loved ones. People that you may know that have died, the threat of it, you know, you have someone elderly not being able to see them, hug them, touch them. It's just pretty terrible. There are a lot of stresses. For example, there's one that they're saying in this USA Today story, a 21 year old senior at a university in Wisconsin had to move back home when the campus shut down. Her youngest daughter, 17, has a rare disease. And learning remotely has been difficult because she's nonverbal. And you look at all the things that parents have to deal with. 
the latest study shows that it's playing all kinds of tolls on our body. And the American Dental Association says that dental health has been the latest casualty. 70% of dentists report an increase in teeth grinding and clenching problems, often associated with stress. I find myself clenching my teeth. I'll just do that. I don't know why my wife feels like it's a it's a tell, almost if we're playing poker and she says, oh, you're clenching your teeth. I know something's up. And I don't even know I'm doing it. Uh, luckily, my teeth are in good shape. I go to the dentist and I went for the longest time without going to the dentist. But I go to the dentist and they don't tell me I have problems. I know some people that have been recommended they go to sleep with a mouth guard or whatever it is. And I totally get that. Um, and I'm glad I don't have to. The mouth guard thing at night, to me, just would feel uncomfortable. And maybe some people do that, but it's the only way to protect your teeth. And you don't want to lose your teeth now, do you? So you're looking like a hockey player at night or a boxer or whatever it is. But that is the latest thing. A spike in grinding of teeth, chipped teeth, cracked teeth, things like that. And stress is causing it because of the virus. Tammy's calling in. Hey, Tammy, welcome to Overnight America. Hey, Ryan, I just caught about the last, I guess, 10 minutes of your guest. And I was driving home just going, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. I am ready to be done with COVID. I mean, all the things that he cited, they it's just like for a year now, I've had my temperature taken at work twice a day, have not had a temperature in a year. I boost my immune system. I'm not even taking the vax. I just want us to get like Florida where we're opening up and just people who are Wanting to get the vax, get the vax so you can have your safety. But, you know, like Fauci, I tuned him out like back in May of last year because everything he <laughs> said was flip-flopping, flip-flopping. And it just drives you bonkers. And that's crazy that New York is just completely, the city's being destroyed. All these blue states, I'm here in Illinois, we, you know, the blue states are just you know, having some problems. I- I, I got to say, Tammy, the one thing that really resonates and it, it goes to show you how political things get And our guest, by the way, was TrendsJournal.com, Gerald right. Salenti. Uh, this is what he said. He said, if you really want to minimize your risk, lose weight. You know, it, when it comes to obesity, uh, that has a huge effect of how your body's going to handle COVID if you contract wow. it and yeah. the comorbidities and everything else that go into it. So he said, you know, as can the government ever come out and say, statistically, we know that you're going to have a hard time defeating this if you are overweight. So as a government, them coming out and saying you got to lose weight, that's not popular. They would rather try to push a pill or a vaccine or whatever it is. And that's an interesting thing. If we were to just look at and talk about it in a practical way, that's pretty practical. And it's probably a good thing for a lot of people to hear. Well, it just seems like people are reaching the breaking point. Whenever I hear of a child that's killed themselves because they haven't gotten to go back to school, just like what Chicago's doing, come on, get the classes open, get the children in classes. It's just... Yeah. I, I, I just I hear you, shake Tammy. My head. I shake my head. I hear you. Know, you. When Th- is this going to be over? I got you. Thanks for calling in. I hope it's over soon. I really do. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll take a look at your weather. We'll take a look at your news. And we're going to talk about this uh, assault weapons ban that's being proposed. It's Overnight America, KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 